a bad, bad lady that was banned from having pets after she punched a ferret was caught walking a dog. And a poor woman wakes up to a mouse eating her eyeball. A Texas hospital experiences a summertime baby boom. Oh, yeah, these are the stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. They're pretty weird. They're from around the globe, also known as the Earth, the place where we all live. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by me. Let's do it. A lady banned from having pets for life after punching a ferret was caught walking a dog. Oh, no, we must save the dog. Eventually she'll punch it or kick it. This lady clearly punches pets. A woman was banned from having her own pets after she punched a ferret years ago. Recently, she was caught walking a dog down the street. How do we know it's her dog? And it's not just a new gig she has as a dog walker. (laughs) Imagine hiring a dog walker that previously was a ferret puncher. That would be shocking. You catch her punching your dog, kicking it. You're like, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I thought you were going to walk the dog. Sorry, I can't help myself. Previously reported Natalie Dendry. This is her name. In 2018, she was prohibited from owning or, quote, having control of any animals for her entire life after she attacked a ferret named Posh Spice. It doesn't indicate whether Posh Spice was owned by Natalie. I assume there was video of her attack on the ferret. Uh, I can't see why they would otherwise give her such a harsh sentence. At that time, the court heard the story that 41-year-old Natalie threw the ferret posh spice into the air before... Rep- <laughs> I really can't get over the fact that the ferret's named Posh Spice. So Natalie throws Posh in the air before repeatedly punching Posh Spice the ferret and then attacking Posh Spice the ferret again as Posh Spice the ferret attempted to escape. Now, despite giving the ban and a community order of never having a pet ever again or controlling an animal, the police caught Natalie walking a dog along West Road in Newcastle. Oh, Natalie. Now it says here, the officer that saw Natalie walking a mongrel on a leash happened to be the same officer that was involved in her original case. So she easily identified Natalie as she drove past her in the street. How small is this town? (laughs) This little Newcastle place. About eight people there. And they really give a damn about pets and pet well-being, which I'm all for. Can't be abusing your pets, especially ferrets, man. They're very small. They're easily hurt, it would seem to me. I never owned a ferret. I knew a guy once that owned a ferret, and it was a headache because the thing would just poop everywhere, just little poops all over the place, little tiny poops, difficult to clean up. Uh, Just a lot of ferret poop, man. I don't recommend a ferret as a pet. But if you are going to own a ferret, you know, don't punch the damn thing. And while you're at it, don't name it after a Spice Girl either. I think that's pretty weird. A woman woke up to a mouse eating her eyeball. It's the Australian rodent plague. Did you guys know there's a rodent plague in Australia? All the rodents. Tons of mice and rats. I think it's from the heat. It says here, just in case the ongoing Australian rodent plague wasn't horrifying enough, a poor farmer's wife has been hospitalized. She woke up in the middle of the night to a mouse eating her eyeball. I don't even know mouse ate eyeballs. What are they doing trying to eat her eyeballs? I feel like they would go for the fingertips first or something. Something easily eaten. 
This poor lady that, that got her eyeball chewed on is one of the many victims of the unprecedented pestilence, which has seen millions of furry vermin wreak havoc on communities from Brisbane to Melbourne. Poor Australia, the furry vermin pestilence. In another stomach-churning incident last month, a farmer felt a mouse scurry across his face as he slept. Oh, that's not a big deal. I've seen rats run across people's face in the New York City subway. Right across the face, man. Yep. What did we do about it? Well, we gasped. We laughed. Then we went about our day because it's New York City and crap like that happens all the time, every second. Here's a quote from Mick Harris about the wake-up call. The mouse running across his face as he slept. Though I felt a tickly furry sensation as it crawled from behind my ear, across my cheek. It made my skin crawl. My hair stood up. I jumped out of bed. For the rest of the night, I couldn't sleep a wink, eh? Till I caught the mouse in a trap under me bed. Caught that mouse. This guy's got traps all over his house, I'd imagine. You gotta have traps all over your house when there's a pestilence. A vermin pestilence. A rodent infestation. All over the country. Just weeks earlier... This dude's wife experienced a similar horror after she was woken up by one of the pests chewing on her wedding ring finger. Oh my goodness, I just mentioned earlier, what about chewing on a finger? Here it is, it's happening in the story later on. Wow, I'm like a psychic or something, man. You think this mouse was trying to get her wedding ring? Go take it down to the pawn shop. Down here at the pawn shop. Just weeks earlier, the wife experienced that horror. What did they do? They got two kids. This guy says, well, you know, when you got kids, it makes you worry. When you wake up crying, it's because they have a, they might wake up crying, it's because they have a mouse in the bed. These rodent run-ins are more than just disgusting. They also have the potential to spread disease. As you know, one poor hotel owner nearly died after contracting something called leptospirosis, which is a bacterial infection that is found in the rodent's urine. <laughs> Look out. The mice have also caused hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of crop damage sparked by fires that they create gnawing through electrical cords. And they have even begun cannibalizing themselves. Here's a quote from someone named Xavier, which is like a cool name. Wish I had a cool name like Xavier. I wouldn't have had to have a nickname. I could have just kept my real name. The mice are into everything. Before I walk out the door there now, stand still. They'll climb out of my outhouse with my trousers. Inside of my trousers, they're just running about everywhere. <laughs> my trousers, yes, I say the word trousers. I'm, I'm an Aussie. We say trousers. These rodents have taken over a lot of our homes, our sheds, our vehicles, our tractors, our outhouses, our trousers, trying to steal our wedding rings. They'll nibble on, you, nibble on your eyeball if you let them eye. Hey, the infestation has gotten so bad that fed-up Aussies are calling for the scourge to be declared a natural disaster so that they can get insurance payouts for any mouse-induced damage, which in most cases isn't covered. Even if it mouths on your eyeball, can't claim that. <laughs> Australia, man, it's just... The, the wildlife is bad enough. Now you get this rodent infestation. I feel terrible about it. Good luck, guys. Good luck. I love weird news. I love weird news. 
I love weird news. I love the news when it's weird, weird news. I love weird news. A Texas hospital is experiencing a summertime baby boom, delivering 100 babies in two stretches, totaling 91 hours. 100 babies in 91 hours. A Texas hospital said it, it experienced summertime baby boom. All these babies. Andrews Women's Hospital is known as a high-volume delivery hospital, believe it or not. The influx in births was considered rare and exceptional, this 100 births in 91 hours. It began on June 24th. They delivered 52 babies in 47 hours. On June 28th, the delivery team delivered 55 babies in 44 hours. This beat the hospital's 2018 record when the staff delivered 48 babies in 41 hours. Atlas and Daniel were popular names for the boys of the group. Six of the baby girls were named Gianna. The hospital averages about 16 deliveries per day and welcomed nearly 6,000 babies in 2020, including 100 sets of twins and two sets of triplets. Now, we just got all the stats on this baby hospital. That's the end of the article. There's not much more than that. I thought we'd have some details. What are the theories behind this? Is it, These are COVID babies, I assume, right? Everybody just making sweet love. Nine months ago, and because what you're in, you're just stuck inside with someone. And before you begin hating them, you know maybe you're trying to make some sweet love, and then you hope that at the end of the quarantine you still like them. And then maybe you agree to stick together for the baby. This kind of thing, you know. I hope these Texas babies have a good life, man. I'm pulling for them. It's a lot of babies in 91 hours. Um, did they all get the proper attention? I need to know, was there room for the babies or did you have to put some of them in the parking lot under a tent? You know, they had to put those COVID patients that they couldn't fit inside the hospital outside sometimes, put them in hallways. Were there babies strewn about all the hallways? Did you put them on the roof of the hospital? Can't have a baby on a Texas hospital roof right now. It's July, man. It'll roast a baby. You can't do that. I don't want babies roasting in Texas. It's terrible. These popular names, let's get back on that. Uh, Atlas, that's a strange name. I don't think I've had, ever met anyone named Atlas. Uh, Daniel, that's, yeah. I'm still doing the Daniel thing. I guess they'll never stop doing the Daniel. They'll never stop it with the Dans and the Johns and the Mats. I'll just keep doing that. It's pretty dull names. Um, Gianna, very popular baby girl name, apparently. That's a beautiful name. I dig that. Um, I'm, Thumbs up on Gianna. Thumbs down on Daniel and thumbs down on Atlas. I say. I say. How many babies this year named COVID? That's what I want to know. I should Google this. Well, right away I found an article about twins that were born in India named COVID and Corona. Oh, boy. All right. I now found an article. I now found. I now have found a hon, a hon, an article on the popular baby names of 2020. Uh, for the girls, the number one name was Sophia, which is beautiful. Uh, also, second place was Olivia, another great name. For the boys, I'm not crazy about these names. We have number one, Liam, which I think is lame, and Noah. Yeah, yeah I don't like these at all. Uh, other baby names... They were in the top 100. Riley, Jackson, Emma, Aiden, Ava, Elijah, Aaliyah, 
and many more. You know, in 2021, we're going to get the COVIDs and the Coronas, which I don't agree with. I just want to take a moment and thank every one of you for giving me your your undivided attention. Although it may have been divided attention. You may have been driving and listening to this or working and listening to this or making biscuits and listening to this, in which case it is di- divided attention. But I'm okay with that. I'll take any little portion of your of your attention that I can get at this point. I'm grateful for it. I really am. Please tell a friend that this podcast is worth at least some sort of divided attention. <laughs> tell them it's great for multitasking. Tell them, you know, tell them if they, they can do their taxes and listen to Weird AF News at the same time. Good stuff. Uh, anyways, I want to give some big time love to someone who just joined the Patreon. And that's really the way to my heart is joining my Patreon which you can do so at weirdafnews.com or by going to Patreon's website directly, patreon.com, and then doing that backslash weirdafnews. You can join it there or you can hit the link in the show notes to this podcast to join the Patreon. I just put up, like, what did, yesterday I put like four things on there, including a uh, historical video of the long journey of Napoleon's severed penis. So if you guys are into if you guys are into weird history, you're gonna want to join that Patreon and find out what happened in Napoleon's mummified penis. Um, oh, what was the name of the person who joined the Patreon? It's Hannah Hannah Wenger Wenger. I can't I, I can't say the last name. I'm so ashamed at my lack of skills. Wenger Hannah Hannah Wenger Hannah Wenger Hannah Hannah. I'm so grateful. And I hope you'll forgive me for mispronouncing your last name. But uh, I just want to give you some love and thank you for joining the Patreon. I hope you appreciate all the extra content that lies within the Patreon. And enjoy being a a little member of a club called uh, Weird AF News Patrons, I guess. Jonesy's Patrons? I don't know what to call the club. It's a pretty hot club, though. Quality individuals in there. OG fans of the show in there having having a lovely time. So now you're part of the the Patreon community. And, and I'm, I'm grateful that you did that. And so uh, I appreciate you. Uh, if you guys want to call the show, I think I left the number during one of the segments, but just in case, the number is 646-450-2012. And the email is funnyjones at gmail.com if you come across any stories. And uh, you can follow me on the Instagram at funnyjones. And you can send me stories there as well. Uh, lastly, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate you.